Hi folks, Matt Peters here, and this is Cast Today for June 27th. I've got a very special episode lined up for you folks as we wind down to the end of Cast Today. We're not going out with a fizzle, oh no, we're going out with a bang. Uh, you may have noticed the first thing already, which is my musical guest, Puldora. He's a DJ and producer based out of Belgium. He's a really cool, humble guy. I reached out to him to see if he'd like to feature his songs on the podcast to see what channels I'd have to go through to get that done. Right away, he comes back and says, oh, no, you know, go ahead and feature the music if you want to. You have my blessing. So thank you, Poldora, for that. Uh, Folks, check out his music on SoundCloud. I will definitely be putting show notes uh, so you can find all of it very easily. As you can hear, it's well worth your time. So my show today is the final Resnaculous show for Cast Today 2017. Of course, we keep the Resnaculous shenanigans going on since last we spoke. But this one, this one is going to knock your socks off. We have three very interesting items to try for you guys to listen in and hear us try live on the air. Uh, my guest, of course, is someone whose resume can go on forever and ever. Uh, she is the president of the Chicago Nurse Social Club's board of directors. She's a fire spinner. She is uh, the editor for Uncanny Magazine. She, she's a Chicago legend. Her name is Mitzi Trona, but today, today she's a resnacking on. So listen in as she joins DNI for a resnaculous snack down. I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm sure you will. And once again, thanks for listening. I'll see you on the other side. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Since Last We Spoke. I'm Matt Peters, and I have two special guests today. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, we have another Resnaculous segment lined up for you. This one's going to be kind of all over the board. So let's start with our guests first. First and foremost, my partner, my my, my, my co-host, the number one MVP Resnaculous, Deep. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And with us today, we have the one and only Missy Trotter. Hi. Hello. This <laughs> all looks delicious and interesting, <laughs> which could be my famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got everything kind of set up in threes here, so it's very... Uh, Looks like an episode of Sesame Street, but super like adult because we've got <laughs> alcoholic beverages on the tables and all. So yeah, Bert and Ernie can't come to this party. Not Sorry. at all. Not at all. So I guess we should start with the one that's hot. Um, <laughs> we found, much to our chagrin, the Jolly Rancher Pop Tarts. Mm-hmm. They have three flavors, but we only were able to track down two. We got the green apple and the cherry, which right. I would say are the most popular Jolly Rancher flavors anyway. Right. So, uh, Mitchie, are you a Jolly Rancher fan, like, growing up? Oh, yes. I was a big fan of Jolly Rancher. Green Apple I really loved, but Grape was also a favorite Mm. for me. Grape is a jam. Arguably, Grape doesn't taste like Grape. It tastes like purple. Yeah. But This is what you say about Grape Pop, too. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's true. It never tastes like Grape. No. Long-time listeners know I have a, uh, a vendetta against green apples, so we're not going to go down that path just yet. Oh, I'm going to get that story later. Uh, <laughs> do you have a you Jolly Rancher fan? Yes. Yep. Cherry, 100%. Cherry was everything to me. Cherry is um, Yeah, I just didn't appreciate the way that it cut my mouth, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I would suffer through the pain for no 
you know, for, for no problem, no problem at all. Now that deserves a footnote. You're talking about it cutting your mouth. You're talking about the old fashioned Jolly Ranchers that were yes. like those long sticks. Yeah. Versus the little tiny cubes that everybody has now that are rounded on the edges. Oh no. Right. It was right, a dangerous right. game. It eating was. Jolly Rancher. It was, it, was, it was a shard of glass. It was, it was a basically. shard of tasty glass. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I miss Jolly Ranchers being that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, in the hood, you know, you go over 89th and May, they had the well, pink house. And the pink house is where all the kids in the neighborhood will go and get their penny candy from. Mm. And this nice old lady, you know, it would open up whenever she sold candy out of her garage and chicken wings for some reason. But I wasn't complaining about that. No, you could get candy and chicken wings in the same place? Where yeah. is this? This was magical. It was. You could get a chicken wing, one chicken wing, and a little order of fries for 50 cents. That was eaten back then. Awesome. Oh, yes. Awesome. Fried chicken wings, man. Okay, anyway, I'm I'm getting way (laughs) off topic here. The Jolly Ranchers were like currency back then. Yeah, absolutely. So they decided to incorporate Jolly Ranchers into Pop-Tarts, and I'm cautiously optimistic about uh, these Pop-Tart flavors, more so than some of the other stunt Pop-Tarts that they've come out with. How are you guys feeling about it? What other stunt Pop-Tarts have they come out with? Oh, my. Mm. In the cabinet, we have an entire box of uneaten vanilla latte and mocha chocolate Pop-Tarts, Dunkin' Donuts flavor. Yep. Yeah, and unfortunately, they're not as good as they sounded. Not at all. Yeah, yeah, that was a big disappointment. They had another one. I can't think of what it was. Oh, oh, oh. The worst vernaculous thing that we've ever eaten. Oh, dear. Orange Crush flavored Pop-Tarts. Oh! And A&W Root Beer. Yeah. No! Yeah, A&W Root Beer just tasted brown. Right. Oh, I guess that's just, my go-to when it, there's no comparable flavor. I'm just like, it, just it tastes, tastes like, like the color. color. Yeah. That's it. Well, orange tastes like orange. Unfortunately, that orange was like neon orange. Yeah. Yeah. It was not it, good. It tasted toxic. It was not good. Right. If I can borrow the rating system from Digital Dumpster Diving, it was toxic. <laughs> so basically, this is going to have to hold up my, my standard for Pop-Tarts. Are the s'mores pop tarts? Oh yes, those are the ah. best pop tarts. Those are good pop tarts. Mm-hmm. Those are good pop tarts. I'm old fashioned. I like the strawberry ones the best. Strawberry ones mm-hmm. are close second. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. B, what's your favorite? Yeah, strawberry is right there with me, but also cherry. Cherry's good too. Yeah, it was weird. Cherry was also a little bit sharp for me. Yeah, but I'm like, I liked that. I don't know. Fair. I don't, fair. Yeah, I was like a little bit of torture, I guess. It was a runaround for me. The cherry, it tasted almost medicinal, and I think that's why I didn't mm, like it too much. Okay. Yeah. It reminded okay. me of like cherry flavor Robitussin or something like that. <laughs> and that's bad, bad memories, bad association. So, without further ado, let's dive into these Pop Tarts. Ladies, uh, how about we do the green apple first? Okay. 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 Green apple. Green apple. Challenge accepted. Ooh. Is it super hot? No, Good. no. That what? is a weird color that I would not look for in a pop tart. Right, yeah. right. Um, this we were just uh, we're watching the Ghostbusters the other day, and I'm sorry, this looks a lot like the pop tart took Slimer. Mm. <laughs> I'll You're say dead this: on correct. The color reminds me of the uh, the, uh, the, the, the 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 hostess fruit pies. And those Ninja Turtle fruit pies they had around the time that the first cartoon was popular. Yeah. This tastes like a Jolly Rancher. It, it does. really does. It actually really tastes like a Jolly Rancher, and I can't make up my mind if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> right. Right. I usually drink coffee with this, but I, I can't imagine. No, there is no way cop- no, oh coffee would not work. Um, I need, honestly, plain seltzer because yeah. I can't. The flavor is so strong. Mm-hmm. It's it actually tastes like tart apple. It tastes like a tart apple Jolly Rancher. Mm-hmm. 
coffee would be a terrible idea with this. Absolutely, yeah. this is not a breakfast item. No, <laughs> no. This this is this is dessert. This is actually after I have um, smoked something, <laughs> and I need something psychedelic to eat. <laughs> this does the trick. This, yeah, yeah, I, I can see this. Right. This is a, this is a post. Um, this is I've a been post at a rave. I've been at a rave, and I'm really hungry. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. this is a great idea. Exactly. <laughs> at three in the morning. Exactly. This is a Taco Bell esque type of snack. Mm, mm-hmm, mm. Mm-hmm. But I will say this: it's not offensive to the taste buds. No, no, not at all. I'm surprised. I didn't think this would be a good a good mixture after the A and W and the and the um, orange crush. Right. It has like a. It, it, you know what, actually, um, so I learned that Jolly Ranchers were originally called wine candy. Yeah. yeah. What? My grandmother, oh, yeah. My grandmother, wine candy? Wine candy. My grandmother called it wine candy, yeah. Forever. Life. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, there's, there's a certain... Oh, God, it, t- it tastes like a wine cooler. It does, it does. Yeah. That, that high alcohol, mm. like, in your nose type of... Yeah. Type of, like flavor <laughs> okay so if if they end up uh, we know that it's done when they make a zima pop tart <laughs> oh my god challenge accepted oh no there's gotta be some bakery out there we end up with zima pop tarts that's totally my fault apparently. <laughs> <laughs> like what would that what would that filling look like just clear just clear, just clear. probably yeah it would actually like this is it's like green jelly it would probably be like a kind of like a cloudy yeah jelly in between and oh man oh this is a terrible idea yeah <laughs> so this is somewhere between a Willy Wonka sort of deal and uh I got nothing it's just like yeah I can say Willy Wonka it's Willy Wonka like this. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know we're, when we're talking the Gene Wilder trippy experience Willy Wonka oh yeah ooh these would go great while you're watching Willy Wonka after ingesting or smoking something <laughs> Ingesting or smoking something. <laughs> like you know. you've had the specialty that was sitting in the back of your mouth. <laughs> your mouth is made very. All right. So that's the green apple. Let's get into this cherry flavor and see okay. how this is. Oh boy. Now Ooh. we have two as as is the tradition oh. with these pop tarts. They come to a pack. No. The cherry one didn't survive the toaster. Mm-mm. So we've only got one here to sample. So let's see. I could not goes. honestly, if this holds up to the same as the green apple, I wouldn't want to eat an entire one by myself. Oh God, no! Yeah. You're right. You're no, right. this is definitely for sharing. One is definitely for sharing. Oh my goodness! It's not bad. Again, it's, it's not bad. Mm. It's it's pretty dead on. Mm-hmm. Just with with the Jolly Rancher cherry flavor. It's messing with my taste buds a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting that somewhat medicinal flavor that comes with cherry mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think I like the green apple. Between the two, I would go for the green apple. Yeah. Yeah. Or, this one's a little sharp. Yeah. Which, for a Jolly Rancher, saying sharp is sort of like, you know, stating the obvious. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's, that's what they're going for. I'm... <laughs> I'm surprisingly, I'm going to agree with you. I think the green apple is the better pop star. Yeah. Oh. I know. Oh, you hit it here first. Oh, my God. <laughs> we stepped through the looking glass, yes. people. <laughs> I am not going to finish this whole piece. This okay. Is right, true. right. That's fair enough. You don't have to. In fact, it's probably better you don't. Yeah, because yeah. Because you've got a little bit more ground to cover. So before we move on, let's go with the rating scale. D, delicious or disgusting? Hmm. 
Actually, I'll put this on the delicious side. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. It surprised me. With the asterisks pending and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm right there with you about the green apple though. That would be the one that I'd enjoy even more. And I'm a cherry like flavor lover, but this one it, it's. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's dead on for Jolly Rancher. I guess it's just that I don't really, I can't really get with this particular application uh. of this flavor. To, you know, to Pop-Tarts, because it's just warm and, <laughs> and gooey, and I'm so just used to that hard, um, treacherous candy, treacherous. Just, you know, destroying your mouth, and it, I don't know, that's part of the experience, I, I, I'm a masochist, I'm sorry. That's alright. Man, I love it when you get verbose talking about snack food, this is wonderful. Dee, I'm going to be really disappointed if you don't start a band and name it Treacherous Candy. <laughs> Yes, I will make this happen. <laughs> D and the Treacherous Candy. What's yes. <laughs> that is an awesome band name. Not really good Pop-Tarts. Really great band name. <laughs> so, Mitchie, on the scale, delicious, disgusting. What say you? Indecisive. Mm. Mm. Call back to the Geek Show. Oh, oh. All right, all right, all right, all right. I mean, if I was going to stick if it was one, stick with one, I'm definitely sticking with the uh, with the green apple one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I would eat them in very specific circumstances. This is not a regular breakfast food every day <laughs> no. thing. This is like this is this would be on my list of uh, like why I eat McDonald's oh. every now and then. Just yeah. remind me of what it's like to eat McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> to keep you humble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep like, like some days you just get tri- you just get a craving for chicken McNuggets and a, and a fry, and you go and you get it, and then you're like, "This does me for another six to eight months." There you go. There you exactly. Go. All right. So indecisive. I'm going to mirror Mitchie's uh, uh, rating here and say indecisive as well because yeah, I mean my 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 soul is challenged because <laughs> I enjoyed the green apple more than the cherry. I don't. Oh, I don't know. Gosh. That watermelon is out there floating around somewhere. So oh. if anybody listening has access to the watermelon or knows that we can track it down oh. in the Chicago area, check the, I was going to say text us, tweet us <laughs> at Spokecast and let us know where we can find that because we'd be willing to give it a shot. I'm willing to try that. Okay. You're welcome back when we get the watermelon Pop-Tarts. Yes. Also, yeah. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> There's no also here. That's it. I wanted there to be a cosign on the end of that, but that's all we got. We're going to take an adult beverage break here. Yeah. Now, you folks may have heard us on a previous episode talk about the Hellboy Hellwater. So Hellboy Hellwater, which is available uh, from a partnership between Dark Horse Comics and Triple X Distillery uh, out of Searville, Tennessee. Uh, Seaverville, Tennessee. I don't know if that. Okay. Um, actually makes for a good beverage on its own. So today we made a beverage, thanks to Dee, uh, which is called Cinnamon Toast Crunch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which involves the uh, Hellboy Hellwater or your Fireball uh, Cinnamon Whiskey mm-hmm. uh, along with uh, Rum Chata. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give this a shot <laughs> and uh, let you guys know what we think of it. So cheers. 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 Hmm. I could definitely drink that. Actually, I would like to dip cinnamon toast in it. Yeah. I, I would actually like to dip bread in it and make French toast out of it. How fantastic. Can, can I, def- I would definitely can we do, do that. Can right now? <laughs> 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 I'm get, ready. Get some good, thick Texas-style mm, toast or some mm, good challah. Mm, you know, mm. so, like, soak it in the rum chata and the, and the Hellboy Hellwater whiskey. Yeah. And actually, like, make it into French toast. I think that would be really interesting. 
Man. You would not want a lot of it. Right. 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 This right. is like one to two slices. This is not a full plate. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I've, I've had Fireball whiskey. Um, my my tongue still hates me for it. <laughs> this, I, I had a shot of the Hellboy whiskey by itself. I actually would drink that. Yeah. Um, the, the cinnamon flavor is not overwhelming. It doesn't have that sharp medicinal I'm going to burn down your throat. Yeah. Taste. Right. It actually it had it tasted like whiskey with cinnamon. Yeah. Right. So the rum chata mixing it with gives it that nice creamy uh, flavor. You, you added a little extra cinnamon. Mm-hmm. I would love to try adding a shot of the uh, ghost pepper sweet heat syrup oh, that man. I have at home yeah. to this to give it a little bit of that to give it some of that heat oh, to go with the cinnamon. That would be fantastic. Um, I think that would make a fan. This is actually a, this is a good sipping summer drink. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm right there with you. I, I absolutely agree. I think this was really good. It was really simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just like the the hell water has like a rounded. A, a well-rounded flavor of cinnamon to whiskey, you know, like, um, combination. So it, yeah, you're the same way. It doesn't burn down your throat. It, it really does taste like, like the cinnamon candies. Almost. Yeah. So this tastes a little bit, it tastes like cinnamon ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It does. It does. Yeah. And the rum, like his rum chata is just magic by itself. Right, it is. But it truly is. <laughs> oh, I, I like how this is not something that I would kill in one drink either. Mm-hmm. This, this mm-hmm. is this is a good. This feels like a good sitting and enjoying and sipping. Right, drink. right. Yeah, you can just be like sitting in a on a patio and just kind of watching. This is, this people is go a post meal dessert drink. Yeah, yeah. Not heavy at all, too. Yes, conversational beverage. That is a very good descriptor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is this is uh, almost something that you would kind of sip on while uh, being an adult and watching Saturday morning (laughs) cartoons. Not Saturday morning, maybe Saturday night. Maybe adult. Yeah, adult. Now you're making. Now you're actually making me wonder what it would be like if you threw in just for a little bit of texture, just for the hell of it, Mm -hmm. some Captain Crunch. Oh well, now okay, yes. I do have actual cinnamon toast crunch cereal here. There'll be a little too much cinnamon. I think like something like something like Captain Crunch, like something yeah. like Captain Crunch. That's a teensy bit sweet, very crunchy. Yes, right, right. Yes. And Just unfortunately, a- us being the test kitchen that we are, we don't have regular Captain Crunch. We still have the blueberry Captain Crunch. Wait, there, there. was blueberry Captain Crunch. Oh yeah. 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 We, we haven't even actually like pop that open. No, that's on an upcoming episode. Yeah. Well, no. If you could, ev- if you were a- ever able to find a box of the Smurfs Crunch cereal Ooh, yeah. back mm. from the day when every cartoon character that we ever watched on Saturday morning <laughs> at some point had their own cereal, it had to sell you something. At least it wasn't like Flintstones selling your menthols behind the behind your eyes. Oh, <laughs> Fred <and> Barney. That, <laughs> that commercial will always be burned into my brain forever. It was a popular cartoon selling you squares, and they had a jingle to yeah. sell squares. Like, wow. Oh my god! Right. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. A bouncy jingle. I can't remember how it goes, but I'm sure I'll put it in the show notes. Right. So. Well, I mean, <laughs> Chef Boyardee was selling Pac-Man pasta for canned pasta for a while. I remember when that. I was in my stage of hating red sauce. My mom would buy that because they had the Pac-Man pasta that was in chick the the white chicken gravy. Sauce. Oh yes. Oh my goodness. I haven't seen that in forever. 
Like, yeah. forever and ever and ever. Yeah. I think they had a can of that on display at uh, level 257. They did. They yeah. actually did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure, it's like, if we were stuck in the zombie apocalypse with nothing but canned goods, <laughs> it will make do. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying, like, being uh, in the zombie apocalypse and being stuck at level 257 would be a great place to be. Oh, man, yeah. Because there's bowling available. And there's two levels. And lots two levels. of exits. Mm-hmm. You ha- lots of exits you have to keep an eye on, though. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure their their kitchen refrigerator is probably really substantial, though. You could actually store a lot. I'm thinking about this way too much. Okay, yeah. That's another, that's another episode. We'll get to that next time. But shout out to Level 257 for being in that place. Uh, all right, quick hits. Uh, D, delicious or disgusting? Delicious. Okay, Mitchie? Mm-hmm. Delicious. All right, now I'm going to go finish the trifecta. Delicious. Yeah. This is a great idea. Man. <laughs> I don't want to move on to the next thing, but we're going to have to. So... While we prepare for the uh, grand finale mm-hmm. of this Resnaculous episode, uh, we're going to take a short break, and uh, we'll be right back. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Are y'all ready? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna oh, come this back. this is going to be an adventure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so hold on a second. All right, so folks, we are back. <laughs> we have come back, and yes, okay. we're back with... The most unique thing that we've tried on the show so far. Oh, boy. Uh, Mitchie, we're going to defer to you on this one because we, we procured this item uh, while on a shopping trip at Seafood City here in Chicago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a primarily uh, Filipino-Asian market where they sell things from that region. And we picked up this stuff. <laughs> ice cream. Ube queso ice cream, which is ube and cheese. Yeah. Ube and cheese yeah. bits. bits. Cheese bits. Yeah. I mean, ube is that ubiquitous purple yam that is in so many Filipino desserts, but it can also be used in savory dishes. I actually tried getting some fresh purple yam and mashing it um, and using it in place of mashed potatoes in yes. a shepherd's pie thing, and it worked fabulously. Mm. I would highly recommend doing that. Mm-hmm. But because it's basically a sweet potato, it's a sweet potato, it's a yam, um, you, it can go savory or sweet. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what I really love about um, different Filipino dishes is that you can it straddles that line. Yes. Right. So cheese is also something that tends to be in a lot of things that we have. So... Theoretically, and I have never had the uh, cheese ice cream that's in a lot of Filipino stuff. Mm. Theoretically, the ube and the queso should actually work together. Okay. This okay. is a theory. I have never actually tried <laughs> this. I will eat ube all the day long. Ube ice cream is one of my most favorite things now that it's more readily available in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes me so happy. Uh, I, I make it in my cheese. I put it in my cheesecakes. Mm. It yeah. should work. Okay. Uh, I put it in uh, sugar cookies and all that, but I am really interested to see how this works. Yeah. Okay. So we are trying the uh, San Miguel Gold Label. Yes. Mm-hmm. Best of the Philippines collection, Ube Queso Ice Cream. Now, do you know why I got this particular version? Why they got this particular brand here? Literally because it said best of the Philippines on there. <laughs> so like, okay, this is what I am not. I am. I cannot guarantee the actual <laughs> like very whether it will live up to the advertising. All right, let's let's dig in right. before it melts. Oh, that is bizarre. That's confusing. 
it's not it's not a it's not a flavor uh, combination that my palate is used to. Right, 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 right. I don't think it's necessarily bad, but it's very unusual because it's, it's not a combo that I've grown up with. Right, right. The ube by itself is great. Cheese by itself, God, obviously, my my fridge is filled with cheese. Yeah. <laughs> um, together, I am not sure how I feel about it. I'm uh, I'm sure. Wow. <laughs> um. <laughs> I uh I've satisfied my curiosity. <laughs> and I uh would not like to try this again. <laughs> I think I, I think I'm with I'm with you on that. Okay. Yeah. Ube right. ice cream by itself is great. Ube ice cream with a bunch of crumbled cookies in it is fantastic. Yeah. Ube that's been boiled and mashed and mixed with savory foods. Mm-hmm. Or even like I've put shaved cheese on top of the mashed ube with my shepherd's pie. Yeah, it needs to be something sharp. It needs to be something very salty because mm-hmm. I think that's the thing with the cheese. The cheese here is not salty and strong not enough for all. me. Right, not at all. It's too mild mm-hmm. for me yeah. to feel like it's it's actually it's being overpowered by the ube and it ends up feeling weird. Yeah. Yes, right. Um, just 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 singling out the cheese in the ice cream. It just doesn't. Tastes like good cheese. It doesn't taste like quality cheese. Right, or like like it's not aged. Yeah, like it tastes like it's very very processed. Very it's the wrong. It's the wrong. It's the wrong flavor of cheese for me mm-hmm. to feel like it pairs well with ube. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was yeah something else like I've used uh, sharp cheddar. Okay. Or a really good Parmesan Asiago, something that's salty strong. and strong mm-hmm. with fresh ube. Mm-hmm. That works. Right. This, not so much. And I think it's like, it's it's a flavor of, this is a type of sugary with a t- something I associate in my brain with savory. Uh-huh. Not working quite so well. Right, no. right. It's not quite crossing that savory line at all. Yeah. Although, honestly, something I would really like to try experimenting with is taking a good brie, mm-hmm. uh, you know, baked brie. Okay. Yeah, taking that pastry, spreading it with some ube jam, and then putting the brie in it, and then baking it. Because yeah. I'm one, I feel like that actually might work better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that there's there's a salt element to mm-hmm. that that would definitely lift yeah. the, the flavors a little bit more. The texture between the cheese bits and the and the ice cream also is not it's not hitting my brain yeah. in the right space. I'm very texture based with my food. Thank you. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's some like there's some foods that I cannot eat because they are they're either too rubbery or they're too. Um, they're too slippery. Yes. Yes. yes uh, and it just doesn't work well with my palate. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm 100% with you on that. I Chicken wings. I cannot eat undercooked or just, you know, cooked yeah. to yeah, completion baked. chicken. I need, like, well done. Yeah. It's got to have a little bit of crunch, a little crisp to it. Right. Or else right. it's just not going to be good to me. Right. This is yeah. why I don't really do dark, uh, why I actually don't like dark meat with chicken. It's yeah. too fatty. It's too soft for me. Yeah. Um, which works out great. <laughs> okay, so apparently if I have you guys over for Thanksgiving, Dee and I are going to be taking care of all the white meat. Because yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm always like, I want to cook the whole turkey, but I have to invite friends over who will actually eat the dark meat because I am not going to eat the dark meat. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. I can't do it. I can't. No, I, I always feel really bad about that because I was like, no, but chicken thighs are the best for adobo. I'm like, Screw you! I'm using my chicken breast. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. You're Thank just not cooking you. it. Right. right, right. I don't tell you. Uh, yeah. So. yeah, I am glad we tried it. Yeah. I know this. This is a thing for a lot of people, and you know everybody gets to like what they like. This is just not something that I like. Right. I'm with you on that. I, I completely that. agree. So I'm gonna take a pass on this. <laughs> um, Dee, did you have any comments you'd like to add? Yeah, 
know. Yes, I do. Um, you know, like I, like I, I, I really do appreciate the the flavor of the ube by itself too. I can, I get like I can pick up on the flavor of the ube a bit. Um, but I agree. I think that it's more my palate would accept it more as a savory type of dish and not cold, not creamy and cold. You know, I, I think if I think if it's just like baked or yeah. you know cooked um, ube, it'll be perfect. With a punch of salt, okay, cool, fine. Um, the cheese can go right to hell because <laughs> that is very. It's just oh, it feels like 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 the the texture of the cheese is not it's not um, uh, firm. Right. So that kind of makes my my tongue feel like the slippery. Yeah, in that, that that same slippery texture, and my tongue's just like, "The fuck are you doing? <laughs> Why yes. are you doing this? Yes. This is wrong." So, um, yeah. So, I, I think I think separately, I, I'd be okay. But this combination right here is just not for me. Not for me. No, no. Nope. That so just just this means there's going to be more of this for somebody else who loves it. That's right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Don't there's going to be somebody out there who wants those cherry pop tarts. <laughs> For the you cherry, but sorry, the cherry Jolly Rancher Pop Tarts. Right. <laughs> exactly right. Because every time we have something with Snackulous and we are not that big fans of it, I bring it into my, my job, my day job. Yeah. It disappears no matter what it is. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a community oh. table that we put things mm-hmm. on that we want to share with the group, you know. And once it's there, by midday, it's gone. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Gone. There's some extremely adventurous eaters. Yes. At your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, like I mean, you took the you took the orange and the um, the orange crush and root beer. Oh yeah, um, those were to, to the those, job. Those yes. just sound yeah, no. awful. No. Oh my god, they oh. were. I mean, it was like it's like congealed is the is the number one word go. that pops into my mind. Yes, Ew. and that's never good to say with right, food. It, right. But not only those, but the the Oreos went like the firework Oreos. Oh yeah, those oh. are gone. The firework Oreos the fi- were okay. The firework Oreos what, were all right. What were the Oreo- the other... ones, the ones that we had um, with that were, um, uh oh, they were like the, were they? Oh, like the waffles. Chicken and waffles. The chicken and waffles. Wait, Oreos. what? <laughs> oh no, no, no! It was no waffles and syrup. Waffles That's what and it was. syrup. Waffles and syrup. Still waffles and was... syrup Oreos. Yeah, it was. It was what? A, it was yeah. a level of evil. That you don't want to experience. Right. Like, right. Trust me, we 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 were we were just. Guzzling water, trying yeah. to get the flavor out that was, of our tongue. That was episode so zero. My, my taste buds are screaming yeah. as if yeah. it, 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 there, there's a sound, as if a, a million voices cried out in terror and were suddenly yeah, silenced. Yeah, that's it. Um, that's it. That's it. That's it. Sorry, Star Wars reference. Yes. <laughs> I think it really just kind of goes to show, though, that there is. There, in every cuisine and every food tradition, there is always going to be something that's that somebody just doesn't like. Right. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every and, every every culture has that dish. Yeah. That is polarizing. Yeah. But some people swear by it, and it's yep. You know, I I casually call it struggle food, but that's you know <laughs> just because it's 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 lovingly when you're going through times. Sometimes you get creative with different ingredients. Right, that's there's, true. There's chitlins, there's haggis, oh, you know, that yeah, sort of thing. My mom used to make ox tongue, and I could not do it. Mm. Oxtail is fine. Yeah. Cow tongue, ox tongue, I could not do it because I'm looking at it, and it's just this 
it's literally a giant tongue and you could I could see the taste the buds taste on it and I was just like nope oh, no, nope no 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 no, 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 no. I don't care how tasty that is mm-hmm. I can see this <laughs> no <laughs> it's the snack that tastes you bad I wouldn't I actually wouldn't eat crab for years because you know my parents would go and they'd buy the live you know because you buy live crab that's right. just what you do yeah. right but it was traumatized by watching that paper bag in the sink just moving oh, sure. every now and then oh, like, oh, sure. no couldn't do it <laughs> I love lobster to death I will eat lobster all the oh, day yeah. long it's not any different but it's different to me right <laughs> it's just kind of weird when you think about it going to these restaurants and picking out the one that you want to die right <laughs> yeah for your delicious taste buds to just yes right yes you must experience and and i mean i experienced that very early on in life yeah very early on. I mean, put on a kid, you know? Yeah. Just like, hey, go pick out the lobster that you want to, like, die. Right. Oh, God. Right. Mr. Pinchy. Right. Oh, my gosh. You start naming them, like, oh, look at this. They got, a, they got a fish tank here. Well, guess what? It's going to be your dinner. See, you know what? But in a way, this is kind of something that makes me believe that I grew up with, like, a brain in my stomach. <laughs> because, like, I mean, like, I, I remember going to a cousin's house in Kentucky when I was very, very young and I was left to be on her farm and to play with the mm-hmm. chickens and all that stuff. And then they were like, okay, which one's going to be dinner tonight? <laughs> oh, and no. I was like, what? And I had to choose one and I felt bad about it. I was crying and everything. And then as soon as they rolled out, it was like, damn, that, that, that smells amazing. <laughs> Shit. This is, this, I gotta is, eat this. <laughs> this is why I'm really picky about how my meat is cooked because god damn it that animal gave its life for your yeah. meal honor the animal by treating the meat well exactly exactly right yeah. right it's if like, it was if it was bred for this particular purpose yep. then the meat should be good yes. it's like use as much of the animal as pop as possible don't let it go to waste right right I mean that's that's why we have hot dogs yeah <laughs> If every pork chop were perfect, we wouldn't have hot dogs. Yes. Yeah. Ah, that's a quintessential Steven Universe quote. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes it was. From the Bible of the Universe. <laughs> From the Bible of the Universe. <laughs> well, to, honestly, to make up for the for the ube ch- ch- queso ice cream, next time I will, be, I will I will grab a pack of pulveron, which mm, are yeah. Filipino shortbread cookies okay. made out of powdered milk and sugar. Mm. The ube ones are fantastic. Mm. We should do that. Okay, so we're, that. we're next open time. for that. You have an open invitation to come back. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us today, Mitch. <laughs> thank you for having me on and being willing to try this with me. Hey, thank you for being a willing participant and not just noping out on this whole thing. No, this was like I'm the one who told you picked it up and you're like, eh, huh? eh, should I get this? I'm like, yes, why not? So really, this is also I did it to myself. <laughs> Like I should have said, just go with the black sesame guy, because <laughs> that I, I am making that little container of black sesame ice cream last because it is really good. Now, see, I really? just gotta try that too. Ooh. Yeah, it all, it hits a lot of the same taste buds for me as dark chocolate ice cream. Okay, well, wow, that's happening. Yeah, that's, that's definitely impressive. happening. We gotta okay. try that. Another dark episode. chocolate with a dark chocolate with a nutty undercurrent flavor. You just keep you keep making the pot sweeter here. I gotta try it. Right, right. <laughs> this trip to Seafood City is happening very soon. Oh no, this uh, we need to make a trip to Calumet Fisheries if you've never been there before. Mm-hmm. So it's it was on um, Anthony when Anthony Bourdain was doing not Parts Unknown, which is his current show. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the the other one. He came to Chicago. Okay. You know, he did three restaurants in Chicago. Yeah. One of the places he did was Calumet Fisheries. Okay. It is literally a shack at the side of the road where they're smoking their fish. And then there is a, you know, there's a, it's cash only. Okay. Um, there's a small, you know, a small building store. Mm-hmm. Um, you can eat outside on a couple of picnic tables. Most people will pull up in their car. They'll go in, they'll get their stuff, they'll come out. They'll either eat in their car or eat on the sidewalk. Okay. Uh, smoked white fish. Their smoked whole shrimp is absolutely Ooh. to die for. Oh, they have fried stuff too. Like if it's in season, they'll have fried smelt. Okay. Okay. Fried local Michigan smelt. But uh, their smoked whitefish and their smoked shrimp in particular are my favorites. Wow. Because they smoke everything in the shack right next door. It is amazing. You bring cash with you, and before we've even made it back to the car, I've already started gnawing on the shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That, I, I would, I would, that's my pitch for the next Resnaculous episode, yes. is a trip to Calumet Fisheries. You've given us Absolutely. quite a bit to chew on. <laughs> right, this, so. yeah, we need this. Yeah, we're definitely going to check that out. Yeah, that, that's going to be another Southside treasure, much like Rainbow Cone. Yeah, so. it's right, it's, uh, it's really close to the Indiana border. It's, yeah. you know, up, it's on a, on a bridge before you cross the river oh i yeah, may have I had it but without without the proper uh guidance you know i probably just had like the fried shrimp or something like right that right because i used to live right there and it's on like 95th street so yeah mm-hmm. it's it's, mm-hmm. it's it's down there yeah um yeah. like the last couple times i was there there were people who'd ridden their bikes all the way down and you know oh, yeah, they're either eating their food and then they're getting from their bikes and going i'm like no you wouldn't catch me riding my bike back because <laughs> I've just eaten too much. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. You have no energy to pedal through. It's like, nope, I just had a whole bag of smoked shrimp, and I would also like the leftovers to make it back to the house, and that's not going, they're not going to make it back home on a bike ride that's going to be at least two hours. Oh, Mm-mm. my God, no. 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 Nope. No, nope. 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 that, that, that would be asking for a trip to the hospital after Right, 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 right. <laughs> well, on that note, we're going to stop right here. Uh, thank you folks for joining us on this episode of Cast Today. Once again, thanks to Mitchie for joining us and for Dee being the ever-present for snacking on. <laughs> I'm Matt Peters, for Mitchie Trotto, for Dolores Peters, saying stay mighty.